0: The funniest joke of the week was not the Bill Barr summary of a summary that wasn't a summary, but the funniest thing that happened this week was Republicans thinking that the investigation into Russia is over. L-O-L. Dies in your house. Exclusively on Least Coast Radio. I don't like y'all anyway And I don't like y'all anyway We have until November of 2020 To get our act together As a country, as a nation To correct this injustice And the biggest injustice in the world Was allowing a foreign power To install a criminal Into the White House And turn an administration Into a fascist crime syndicate that must be corrected. And we only have a little. There's only one more election we have to correct it, or this whole thing is over. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that lives. I never met any of the founding fathers, but I'm sure if they were listening to Least Coast Radio right now and brand new episodes of Dies in Your House, they would agree with the sentiment. And you could follow us on Twitter at Least Coast Radio. Get us on Patreon at Least Coast Radio. Vote. Blue Wave 2020. Let's make it happen. Least Coast Radio for the least heard voices. Every weekend. We here on Least Coast Radio are trying to fight the rising tide of fascism. Non-fascism is usually defined as a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. Yeah, we don't- we don't want any of that in America. So we gotta- we gotta stop it. We gotta put out the fire now. You stand out of not As liberals- not even as liberals, as Americans, as patriots. As people that like democracy, the only thing we can do right now to fix our country is use our weapons. And our weapons are our voices, our handmade signs, and social media. Get the message out there. Voting. Voting is key. Elections have consequences. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion. that live. <laughs> Presenting Staten Island. Staten Island was a no-joke. Hey yo. Who's in the house? Dies in your house. What is the word, peeps? What goes on? It's the weekend. We are back here on Least Coast Radio. We're another action-packed edition of Dies in Your House. Least Coast Radio is the vehicle we use to fight fascism. Alexa, what is fascism? The noun fascism is usually defined as a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. And like you heard in the intro, we here in America did not sign up for any of that. We're not interested in fascism. The last time fascism rose, it ended in a war that had a number. And we don't want that. So what we do here on Least Coast Radio for the Least Heard Voices is... We use our weapons. We're fighters. But we don't have, like, we're not hitting people. We're not using, you know, guns. We're not using propaganda. Here's what we do. It's simple. We use our platforms. You got social media, you use that. Social media, you share the truth. When there's a protest going on, a non-violent protest going on in your neighborhood, you make a sign, and you go out there and you make your voice heard, make your sign read. And then, in 2020, we go vote. Because the most powerful thing we can do is vote and remove this criminal, criminal from the White House. Now, last week, I had a podcast, Dies in the House, it was hashtag Mueller Report. Now, let's let's just talk about me for a second, and in terms of every time I do a podcast, the news I'm waiting for happens the next day. So I did the Mueller Report. Episode I talked about how we don't know anything and then Bill Barr came out with a little summary. it wasn't a summary. It was originally said it was a summary. He came out with a summary and Then TV pundits for a week Pretended that they knew things. I'm not sitting here pretending we know things the only thing I know is that There was collusion Most certainly there was collusion I'll tell you why. Because when... When Trump asks a foreign power during a press conference to hack emails, and then they go hack emails, that's collusion. When your longest-serving political advisor communicates with an arm of Russian intelligence, WikiLeaks, in order to obtain dirt on your political opponent, that's collusion. When your campaign manager worked for Russian oligarchs, and actually did lobbying work in the Ukraine for a pro-Putin president, that's collusion. When that person's best friend runs the campaign of the Democratic populist, that's also collusion. So, yes, collusion. Bill Barr wrote uh, wrote a little... concluded on the conclusions. And this is why, this is why, weeks, months ago, we had an episode of, uh, Dies in Your House, that was titled, Bar Bar! Because, if you're, you can't let the person, you can't, if you're being investigated, you can't pick the person, that's gonna be the one, to make the determination whether if you're charged with a crime or not. That's not how life works! Every time I've been approached by police, I never got to choose who my officers were. You know what I'm saying? Never once did that happen. So, Bill Barr was brought in to stop this Mueller report. That's what he was brought in to do. He was brought in to put an end to it. And he did. We don't know the veracity in which he did put an end to it, but... He definitely... He definitely put a wet blanket on that fire. And if you think Robert Mueller wrote a 400... Over 400 page report that's not including charts and evidence. That's 400 pages of words. If you think there's a 400 page report about detailing... things that happened between the Trump campaign and Russia and the Kremlin if you think that there's 400 pages and it it's actual exoneration I mean well then maybe you vote Republican I was gonna say maybe you're slow but maybe you vote Republican there is no exoneration and probably by Tuesday of last week you were able to realize you know like when the when the victory lap starter was like wow okay You know? But then, it kept going. And it went into Thursday in Grand Rapids. When he was talking about, when Trump said something about collusion delusion. He's trying out words, I guess. Trying out sayings. There was collusion. What happened was, is that you brought in an attorney general. Who was going to make sure to redact anything that had to do with you or your family. Did you see the... Okay, so the things that are going to be redacted are Grand Jury stuff. Which, by the way, the president is set for that to not be redacted. Watergate, Ken Starr, the public got the Grand Jury stuff. Okay, so that's one. They're going to redact that. Uh, Counterintelligence sources and methods, okay, cool. But they're going to redact, basically, they said it fancily, in... uh, They're going to redact embarrassing information about third parties. Why? When is that in the special... That's not in the special counsel, uh, the law. Neil Katyal wrote the law, and I see him on MSNBC all the time. That's not the law. So why is it that the Republicans, who forever have been a party of law and order and... You know, rule of law and lock up Hillary Clinton, you know, but... But when it comes to... When it comes to investigating things on their side... All of a sudden it's like, oh, the DOJ's got it out for us. What? And meanwhile... The DOJ... So, okay, let me... So... Jussie Smollett got... They- they dropped the charges? And... Trump wanted them to look into that? And they are? That's not how the Justice Department works. I mean, like, okay. What, say what you want about Jesse Smile. What he did was stupid and inexcusable. And it, you know, caused a lot of hurt for people, you know, who are people of color. People who are LGBTQ. People like that who do actually get, you know, harassed and abused. It did create... A lot of turmoil in those communities and it was a stupid thing to do but there's no way that what he did was worse than like stealing an election I'm sorry my bad I'm sorry I'm sorry if I'm like having a hot take here but I think that overall as America we need to make sure that Americans decide our elections and when he got Jesse Smollett was being charged, he was gonna go to jail for like way more time than Paul Manafort's going to jail. Well, Paul Manafort's a thug, and Paul Manafort got like 50 months in jail. No collusion? It was of course collusion. And Adam Schiff, I will encourage everybody to go. I'm not gonna play it a waste time. Go listen to Adam Schiff. The other day at a hearing, when all nine Republicans, which by the way, when Devin Nunes was the chairman, I don't think the Democrats all wrote a letter and used their time to tell Devin Nunes to resign. When his midnight runs to the White House. So the Republicans, they don't care about the truth. They don't care about how, you know... How Russia is picking politicians in America for pro-Russia interests. They don't care about that. All they care about is, you know, disrupting and just winning elections. Because, like, all right, here's the thing. Like, I'll compare it right now. Republicans will do anything to win elections, i.e. Lindsey Graham in 2015 was like, if we nominate Trump, we will lose and we will... We will deserve, we'll get pounded and we'll deserve it. That's what he said. Now, he's buddy-buddy with Trump because he has a re-election coming up in 2020, and he thinks that being buddy-buddy with Trump is going to help him win his election. None of that has anything to do, none of that thinking has anything to do with what is best for America. Whereas, I saw Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez last night, yes. We went 10 minutes without mentioning her, but she's a firebrand, and we have to. That's the rule. That's- the rules are that we have to mention her during every political discussion. So we are. I was watching a town hall on Friday night, AOC with with, with Chris Hayes, and she was talking about- I mean, I, I'm surprised it didn't say sponsored by Justice Democrats, but whatever, okay. Green New Deal. We're just talking about the Green New Deal here, and climate change and saving our planet, right? So she's over there, and she says, listen, my goal is to bring this into the public, to shift public opinion on the Green New Deal, on climate change, so people will act. And she importantly said, she said, I might only serve this one term, they might vote me out. But if I can get this to a national platform then my two years would have been worth it. I would have done something. I would have served the public in that way. She had answers to everything. it It was really enjoyable. Like, cause listen, we need- If we don't fix our planet, we're not gonna- there's gonna be no more elections. And I think I figured it out. I think Republicans look at America and they see, like, they hear, I mean, let's just pretend that they, you know, they're not stupid. Let's pretend, let's pretend they're not dumb. They know climate change is real, but you know what, since, since it's gonna affect the coasts, like, they're probably thinking, well, you know, if we lose New York and California, we're looking at Republicans for the rest of our lives. Maybe that's what they're thinking, because there is no real, there is no legitimate reason To look at the science. There is no science that points to anything besides man-made climate change. No science. None at all. So. For Republicans to be so hell-bent. Hell-bent on destroying the earth. And something I knew that I've heard on uh, AOC say last night that on Friday that I didn't know. The government knew about man-made climate change since 1970? They knew that we were gonna be in this position where we are now? They knew this in 1989? And they did nothing? What kind of America is that? That's an America that's been hacked hacked into by Russians, that's what it is. So we've got social media, right? The problem with social media and the internet is there's so much information that you can't decide which is true. That's how trutherism happens. And birtherism. And a lot of things that end in ism. Conservatism. Nationalism. A lot of isms. Racism, fascism, sexism. And it's just. It's just insane. That people, like, they want to. All their policies have to do with like, oh, the children, oh, the children, it's like, it's like, hey, legal weed doesn't hurt anybody. I mean, not legal weed doesn't hurt anybody, but hey, recreational marijuana would be good for taxes. It would be good for getting people off opiates. Oh, think of the children. Think of the children. Okay. Why can't gay people be married? Well, think of the children. Think of the children. Everything is think of the children. Except when it comes to our planet when it comes to our planet. It's think of the votes think of the political calculations of it You can't just come out with a carbon tax. I mean you could it would be effective, but that's Very easy to just point a oh, Democrats when raise taxes You want to talk about politically political motivations the Green New Deal takes and I'm not listen I'm not saying we need to do the entirety of the Green New Deal I'm saying send that bitch to committee you know what I'm saying I'm saying you take that piece of paper with all the things and you send that to some committees and you see what they come back with I'll steal a line from AOC we gotta do something like even if we start and this is how I explain it to like my dad and like you know Democrats that think that they want, like, Michael Bloomberg to be president. This is how I explain it to them. It's like, yo, if I go out and my goal for today is to make $100, if I only make $50, I still made $50. So, like, if we're looking to save our planet and maybe buy our planet another 100 years, but we're too late and we can only buy it, like, 40 more years, is that not still better than... You know, 12? What, zero? Zero additional years? This is Earth, man. All of those things you love about America, all those American values, none of that exists without a planet. Check the coastlines in Miami. Check them. Just look. Look it up. This is not a fake thing. This is not a fake thing like the bar letter. Which is a fake thing. This is not a fake thing like... What TV pundits are gonna do for the next 18 months or whatever. Because you know. Listen. The thing is this. As much as there are members of the media that hold Trump accountable... On TV and stuff like that. As much as that happens... There's also... A lot of members of the media, who enjoy the train wreck presidency, because then people will tune in, like Morning Joe. People will watch Morning Joe. People watch Morning Joe. All like, oh man, Joe's really taking it to him. You know, he's not a Republican anymore. He's dissing the Republican Party. He's also getting high ratings, and him and Mika are both banking over three million dollars a year. To fool you. Now. What. Do we need to do. Is simple. What we need to do is simple. Jerry Nadler has sent a. A a letter. I almost said an email. (laughs) Jerry Nadler has sent a letter. To Bill Barr that says. Because Bill Barr said he's going to have. The report out. Redacted in mid mid-april mid-april he said oh, Jerry Nadler has sent him a letter and said April 2nd unredacted now we'll see what happens listen this is why and and people say Jay if you want to know why we spoke about the midterm so much why 40 seats picking up in the house was important. It's because if Bill Barr redacts the crap out of this report and basically turns a 400-page report into a 10-page summary, then what Adam Schiff can do is he can say, Hey, he could say, Hey, uh, I'm issuing this subpoena to Robert Mueller. I am issuing this subpoena to Bill Barr. And we could subpoena everybody involved in this and have open hearings... ...on television... ...and we'll get the truth. Because if you think Robert Mueller wrote a 400-page report... ...and found nothing... ...well, ...I said it before... ...maybe you, in fact... ...maybe you do, in fact, vote Republican. So... ...the victory lap... ...on Bill Barr's little report... I'm not saying ignore it, but understand that the bigger the victory lap, the more deep shit these people are in. Also, before I get up on Addy, I just want to... They're trying to take your health care again. Yep. That's what they're going to do. They're going to give the Affordable Care Act death by a thousand cuts. Now... Mitch McConnell told Trump, Healthcare? Good luck with that. Mitch McConnell wants nothing to do with healthcare. Because it's not an issue that Republicans can win on. Because you can only win on the issue of healthcare if you want to keep people healthy. And that's not what Republicans want to do. When did Republicans become the party of, like, conspiracy theorists? You know what I'm saying? They, There were Republicans out there that believe in population control, deep state, QAnon. Ooh, QAnon, what happened? I didn't even check QAnon. Did they... Do they agree with Mueller? Because remember, QAnon, the theory was that Robert Mueller was teaming up with Trump to drain the swamp. Remember that? Did that happen? Also, if... Like... You can't say full exoneration, but also, you don't like the prosecutor. So, like, which... They're corrupt. If they're... I thought they were corrupt 13 angry Democrats, you know? So if that really does say no collusion, why do you believe them? They're crooked. Oh. It's theater. I forgot it's political theater. You know what's not gonna be political theater? In 2020, when we really make this blue tsunami happen. Okay? Now I'm not just I'm not just looking at the presidency. Because the general election is susceptible to hostile foreign powers because nobody did anything about it. So what we gotta do is we gotta focus our efforts that we did on the House in 2018. We gotta keep those efforts going in 2020, but also we gotta see what we can do about this Senate. If Dems can take the Senate, doesn't matter who the fucking president is. We'll throw you the fuck out right now, okay? Now I don't know how many I don't know the exact number of seats are up, but I know we have a lot of people running for president. So we're losing one if it's ha- if the nominee is Harris, Warren, Klobuchar, Booker. That's already four se- Sanders. That's already five senators. We're already gonna lose one, at least. So we need to really focus on grassroots efforts into making sure that freaking Dems can get a stranglehold of the Senate too in 2020. Because as you'll, as you're seeing, you can have control of the house and you could pass bills in the house, but you move to the Senate and it's DOA. Cause Mitch McConnell doesn't care. Mitch McConnell's up for reelection. There are Republicans in serious trouble in terms of the electorate in 2020. Because the Senate, you know, listen, some of these conservative and some of these like Republicans that are more moderate, the base, the Trump base doesn't like them. So they might get voted out and that might cost Republicans a seat, which is what we're hoping for as Democrats. As Democrats, we're hoping for the Republicans to run into as many issues with keeping the Republican base happy and the Trump base happy. We're hoping they run into as many problems as they can with that. So we can sweep into the Senate, get some control over this. Take back our government. Take back our country. It's insane. I told you I got to freak up a free cup of Starbucks the other day because I had my resist hoodie on. Yeah, Starbucks. Howard Schultz's Starbucks. She loved my hoodie. She was like, coffee's on me. This country. (laughs) I saw one, a Republican strategist was like, resist. Resist is there. it's the motto of their whole campaign. Yeah. We're gonna resist fascism. We're gonna resist racism. We're gonna resist white nationalism, white supremacy. We're gonna resist... Turning the clock back a hundred years. We're gonna resist hating people. We're gonna resist banning people from whatever country they're from. We're gonna resist locking children in cages. We're gonna resist telling women what they can do with their bodies. We're gonna resist taking people's healthcare away. And we're gonna resist our country and our government turning into a fascist crime syndicate. Okay? That's what we're resisting. Hashtag, resist. If you're not resisting, you're assisting. And what are you assisting in? The downfall of our country. This is serious. I used to tell jokes on this podcast. I would like to go back to a time where I could have some fun. Okay? And I can't anymore. And I know that there are people like me. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one out there who not who, whose life is exponentially worse, waking up in the morning, seeing this clown. (laughs) I envy the people that can ignore it, man. I envy those people... ...that cannot be into politics. I'm jealous of those people. Because I'm over here, waking up every morning... Like, for instance, it's Saturday, full disclosure, recording this Saturday morning, it will probably go out in a couple hours. Alex Witt on MSNBC. Being a Trump apologist. I don't need this. Seriously, like, the when cable news gets me down, which it has, with uh, Bill Barr and stuff like this, the only thing you could focus on is Matt Al. Everything else is noise. And focus on other things. Like, listen. Here's the thing about Democrats. Okay? Here's the thing about... The thing about America, in general, is that... People are single-issue voters. They are. And that's just how it is. That's just... That's just the way things are. Even though they don't say they're single-issue voters. They say, oh, I like this, 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 and this. You know, they... But... And we need all those things together. But really, in reality, everybody's got that one issue that they are more firmly, that they really care about. Okay, so if you're somebody that hates brown people, and if you're somebody that hates people having health care, and if you're somebody that cares more about coal than the coal miner, You know what I'm saying? If you care more about actual coal, than you care about the health of the coal miner. If you're somebody that doesn't think sexism is real, then, you know, then, and enjoy the death of your country. But for the people that weren't excited or weren't, like, enthused to go vote for Hillary Clinton in 2016, here's what you're voting for in 2020. A democratic president will bring you healthcare, will bring you the end of locking children in cages, it will bring you an attempted comprehensive immigration reform, it will give you, it will bring you higher wages, it will bring you a healthier climate, more urgency towards the climate, new green jobs. That's the thing. People think that, like, people are under the impression that if you want to create new jobs, that they're only going to give these jobs to, like, 18-year-old kids. I'm talking about the people. Coal miner guy, fossil fuel guy, train him in a green job. Why can't, why can't he adjust? I'm not- No one's saying pay him less money. Okay? So if you care about children, the health care of people, if you care about people staying healthy, you're voting for a Democratic president. You're voting Dem. If you don't want kids locked in cages, you're voting Dem. If you want your children to have access to better education, and I heard it was an AOC, He, Buttigieg, Booty Juice, he said it. He said this is having to do with education. It's about time we started treating teachers more like soldiers and paying them more like doctors. Preach! That's Booty Juice, man! And I agree with that. I agree with that. It's time we stopped treating teachers like glorified babysitters and started paying them and treating them with the respect they deserve. And teacher strikes across the country, that's not like a, 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 a radical left movement. That's people that educate America who aren't getting paid enough to do so. But yet they have to go through active shooter drills. Healthcare. You know, asylum seekers being treated like humans. Education. Equal pay. Equality. Everywhere across the board. And, you know, listen. And if you're somebody like me... Yeah, I mean, if you vote Democrat, they will move... Marijuana will be moved from Schedule 1 off the Scheduled Substances list. And it will make it easier for states to legalize recreational marijuana... Therefore, tax and regulate it, and then give that money to education, stuff like that. All the liberal stuff that Republicans don't want to pay for, it's okay. Just legalize pot. And if you're not going to legalize pot, then take alcohol off the market. Because one thing kills people and one thing doesn't. One thing is legal and one thing isn't we got a vast change of America, man. Got like 20 months or so to do this? Are you in? You need to be in. This is the most important election of your life. And if you sit on the sidelines, you are going to regret it. For the rest of your short-lived life that will be cut short by the effects of climate change on our planet Dies in the House exclusively on Least Coast Radio